You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Hello one, hello all, welcome in, take a seat. You're just in time for a spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I am your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK, because no one else will. I apologize for not putting out an episode last week, I would tell you why, but uh, I don't really have an answer for that, I, I just kind of forgot. My bad. Last time on the show, Joe Coffey barely beat Jordan Devlin, Mustache Mountain won another tag match, and Danny Luna and Zaya Brookside proved just how shallow the UK women's division is. First episode this week has the finals of the Heritage Cup tournament. Millie McKenzie gets another match, and Sam Gradwell takes out his frustrations on Mark Andrews. It is October 7th, 2021. Let's dive in. We start with a recap of the Heritage Cup tournament in anticipation of tonight's finals match. I don't know who I'd rather have win tonight, because both outcomes would result in a good match with Tyler Bate. Then we go to the opening video. Andy welcomes us to BT Sports Studios, and we go to our opening contest, Ginny versus Amelia McKenzie. The bell rings, and we lock up. McKenzie takes the waist, but Ginny takes the arm. Reversal from McKenzie. Ginny with a big forearm to the jaw, but McKenzie does not release. Off the ropes, and Ginny with a sharp arm drag, then a front headlock. McKenzie reverses and rolls it into a cover for a one. Back to the feet, Ginny takes the arm again, Millie reverses, Ginny turns it into a drop toe hold and a leg lock. We awkwardly roll around, Ginny goes back to the ponytail, then gets a headlock takeover. Off the ropes for an arm drag from Amelia, then a drop kick. Twisting neckbreaker gets a one count for McKenzie. Waist lock by McKenzie, but Ginny fights to the ropes. McKenzie's sent into the corner for some boots. Ginny takes McKenzie down by the wrist, then attempts to dislocate her shoulder. Iron octopus by Ginny, McKenzie does not submit, so Ginny turns it into a sunset flip for a two count. Ginny with some boots to the hamstring, then a half Boston. Connors taunts from the outside. Ginny breaks for some stomps, but does not take Mackenzie back towards the center of the ring, so when she reapplies the hold, Amelia just grabs the bottom rope with ease. Mackenzie with a big cutter, then a back suplex. This gets a two count. Connors causes a distraction. This finally brings out Mako, who kicks Connors in the shoulder. Ginny gets Germaned, but kicks out at two. We trade slaps, then a butterfly face buster from Mackenzie gets a two count. Amelia charges, but Ginny moves, and McKenzie gets nothing but buckles. Rolling kick from Ginny gets a three count. That was... passable. Everyone sells, and we go to replays. Ginny has a microphone and says nothing is going to stand between her and Mako's title. She lays out the challenge, and Mako seemingly accepts. When we come back from break, Blair Davenport storms into Sid's office, who informs her that she'll be reinstated next week at the request of her opponent, Stevie Turner. She tells Sid she'll play by his rules, but adds that she always gets what she wants. We then go to a vignette from A-Kid about his upcoming match with Ilya Dragunov. He needs the NXT UK title to begin his legacy. So, fuck you, Heritage Cup, I guess. Subculture time, as here comes Mark Andrews for his match with Sam Gradwell and his stick-on mohawk. The bell rings, and we just look at each other for a good moment before locking up. Gradwell with the arm, and he works it around. Andrews comes back with a drop kick and an arm drag. He puts the knee to Gradwell's chin and cranks on the arm bar. To the ropes, Andrews avoids the chop on the break and hits one of his own. This pisses Sam off, who chases him across the ring and gets 619 in the belly. Back the other way for the knee slide overhead kick, and we fight to the floor. Gradwell slams Andrews on the mats and throws him back in to continue the beating. Forearm to the spine gets a two count. Sam continues to work the back and neck with knees and forearms, and he gets another two count. Then he noogies various parts of Andrew's body. 
Andrews fights back, chopping Gradwell to a corner. The whip is reversed. Andrews tries to go up and over, but gets caught. He hangs onto the top ropes and breaks free. Andrews goes up, but gets caught and pulled back into the ring for a butterfly suplex that gets a two-count. Tight side chin lock by Gradwell. Andrews fights out, but Gradwell grabs the beard. Chops from Andrews. He gets tossed into the corner, but gets the boot up. Sam tries to pull him off the buckles again, but Mark turns it into a DDT, and both men are down. We slug it out mid-ring. Gradwell challenges Andrews to clothesline him. We do this a few times, and finally Mark takes Sam down. Big double stomp to the back, and that's a two-count. Andrews tries for the ropes, but Gradwell grabs the ankle and hits a big clothesline. This gets a two. Another side headlock from Gradwell. Andrews rolls it into a cover for two. Andrews ducks a big clothesline, tries the sliding kick again, but gets caught. He turns the fireman's carry into a stun dog, but Gradwell rolls to the floor. Gradwell then politely waits for Mark to hop to the ropes and moonsault him. Andrews rolls Gradwell back in and kicks him in the head. The springboard is caught. Sam is able to hit the sit-out fireman's bomb, and that's your three count. What do you know? Sam Gradwell actually won a match. Replays, Gradwell yells at us, then we go backstage where Morgan Webster slaps Shaw Samuels and runs away. Elsewhere, Wolfgang is warming up for the Heritage Cup Finals match. Next week, a kid will try to take the NXT UK title from Ilya Dragunov. Spoiler alert, he will not succeed. This leads us to Ilya's vignette about this match. And it is main event time. Here come Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels and all of Gallus. Still not fair. Three on two. Round one begins and we circle. And we circle. And we circle. And we circle. Finally, we lock up, and Dar gets pushed to the ropes. He shoves Wolfgang on the break. Dar takes the waist, then the head. He gets pushed off. The kick accomplishes nothing. Another headlock. Dar hangs on for the push-off, and we go to the mat. Wolfgang picks Dar up and puts him on the top rope. Dar avoids whatever by cranking on the shoulder of Wolfgang, and he re-enters the ring. Dar tries to go back to the arm, but Wolfgang takes the chin. Dar with the wrist lock. Wolfgang almost gets a power bomb, but the bell rings. So he just puts Dar down. Dumbass. Round two begins, and Wolfgang blocks a shot and shoves Dar into the corner. On the whip across, Dar feigns the baseball slide and instead dropkicks Wolfgang in the head. This gets a one count. Wolfie puts Dar back in the corner and then beats the shit out of him. In the other corner, for the cross body and an axe off the top, Shaw jumps up, which makes Mark jump up, which allows Jordan Devlin to hop the barricade and take out Joe Coffee. This distracts Wolfgang, who gets rolled up with a handful of tights for a three count. One nothing, Dar. Round three, spear from Wolfgang, three count. That may be my favorite Heritage Cup round ever. Round four, Wolfgang back on offense, throwing Dar from pillar to post. Across, Dar gets the slide under, and he hits the floor to avoid the charge and possibly another spear. Wolfgang rolls Dar back in, but gets kicked in the chest when he tries to return. Big running dropkick gets a two-count for Dar. Dar with a hard stomp to the wrist, then he goes back to the arm. Another cross body in the corner from Wolfgang. He goes back up, but gets caught and kicked in the shoulder. To the floor he goes, Wolfgang avoids a kick, and Dar kicks the post. Dar avoids a spear, and Wolfgang crashes into the barricade. Dar slides back into the ring, but the round ends before a countout. Round five begins with a running drop kick from Dar. He lays the boots into Wolfgang in the corner, then a haluva kick, and another. Charging elbow gets a two count for Dar. Dar charges into the corner, but gets caught and side slammed, and that's a two. Leg sweep by Dar, champagne super knee bar in the middle of the ring. Wolfgang powers out and drops some punches to the skull. Judas effect by Dar, Nova Roller is countered by a spear, and this gets a two because the round ends. Don't, do, do not, do not do another Heritage Cup tournament that ends in sudden death. Don't do that. Round six, Noam ducking strikes and hitting kicks, Wolfgang no selling. Kick is caught into an exploder suplex. Dar avoids a kick and sweeps the leg again. Off the top of the double stomp of the leg, off the ropes, and Dark hits his head clotheslined off. This is a two-count. 
Roll up by Dar gets a two, elbow to the head, then a kick, and that's a one count. At this, Andy creams his pants. Nova Roller and Wolfgang wants another. The second one gets the three count, and Noam Dar will face off with Tyler Bate for the Heritage Cup at some point in the future. Not, uh, not a big fan of that final round. Wolfgang is suddenly just not dead at all and able to absorb everything Dar can throw at him after 15 minutes of fighting. I don't like that. Anyway, we go to replays. Noam gets his and new graphic on the big board. He and Shaw talk to the hard cam, and here comes Tyler with his cup. They jaw at each other until we go off the air. Not a terrible episode here. The women's match was passable. I was pleasantly surprised that Sam Gradwell actually won a match. And Noam versus Bate should be good, even if it's a Heritage Cup match. Speaking of should be good, let's move on to the second episode this week, October 14th, 2021, because I am actually looking forward to A-Kid versus Ilya Dragunov. We start with the opening video with a new theme song. Well, that's fun. Andy calls it a magical night, and we have a crowd. Hot damn. Andy's at ringside. He says, for the first time in 18 weeks, we welcome the NXT universe. I, uh, I don't think that's what you meant, Andrew. 18 months. Months is what you meant. Not weeks. Anyway, everyone's excited. We open this evening with Blair Davenport versus Stevie Turner. Blair attacks Turner as soon as she gets in the ring. The bell rings and Blair charges again. Turner reverses the whip and hits a Fez press, then a boot to the face and a second. Off the ropes for a third. Rising knee gets a two count for Turner. Running uppercut in the corner, then Turner goes up for a ten punch, but Davenport sneaks out and drops her onto the buckles. A mare out of the corner gets a two count, so Blair just slaps both hands into Turner's stomach. Another mare and a drop kick to the neck, and that's another two count. Davenport just taunting Stevie with some head pushes. A kick to the gut, Turner blocks the suplex and comes off the ropes with a screaming suplex. Literally, she was screaming. A big boot that might have made contact, then a neck breaker from Turner. She maintains control and hits a second, and then a third. A three crippled amigos, if you will. This gets a two count. Davenport avoids another running boot and hits a knee to the face that gets a two. Whip into the corner is reversed, but Davenport gets the boot up on the charge. Turner avoids the leap and hits a mass effect for a two count. It's a it's a side effect, but with a video game name. Because she's from the future or some shit. A few face washes from Turner, then Davenport comes back with an enzigiri. V-trigger by Davenport, then the Michinoku driver, and that's the end of that. Shocking, I know. We get replays, then Davenport issues a warning to the entire female locker room. Backstage, Ilya is warming up, then earlier this week, Shaw Samuels had a surprise for Noam Dar. It's a party! Except the banner says, happy birthday, and not tournament winner. Shaw feels bad, Noam reassures him, says this is a practice celebration for when he wins the cup for real. Dar pops a cracker, then silly strings the camera. Up next, Shaw Samuels versus Flash Morgan Webster. When we come back from break, Teoman is... unhappy? I think. Possibly constipated, but probably unhappy. Rohan tries to reassure him, but Teoman is angry. Teoman promises the family will grow soon. So... They gonna fuck? They gonna fuck? They gonna fuck? Earlier this week, Sid Scala was on the phone. The disembodied voice talks to him, and Ginny interrupts. Sid says after their interaction last week, the women's title match will take place in three weeks' time. Ginny promises to win, then tells Sid on her way out the door to burn his clothes. I laughed out loud. By the way, piece of advice. Burn your entire wardrobe. Subculture time. As per usual, all three subculture members come to the entrance, and then Flash Morgan Webster comes to the ring alone. 
They replay the interaction from last week where Morgan slapped Shaw on the side of the neck as opposed to the face. Not sure why you wouldn't try that again. Nigel reminds us that this is the same way Morgan got a match against Wolfgang a few weeks ago, and that turned out poorly for him. But who knows? Second time might be the charm. Shaw enters alone, wearing trunks he stole from Scott Hall, it appears. The bell rings, and Shaw taunts Morgan, who just kind of looks at him. Morgan avoids the charge in the corner, and we do the same thing on the other side. Morgan with some strikes and kicks. He goes up top and jumps over Shaw before elbowing him in the face once again. Morgan catches a boot but gets smacked in the head, which drops him. Morgan with a chop that no one sells, off the ropes, and Morgan eats an elbow. Then an elbow drop from Samuels. He wrenches the leg, then an uppercut to the back of the knee, and a couple elbows to the neck for good measure. Follow that with a PK to the spine, and that's a two-count. Into the corner for a shoulder block to the gut by Samuels, and that's another two-count. Off the ropes again, and a big hug drops Morgan to the floor. Samuels follows as the crowd chants for Webster. He gets flapjacked on the apron, then the barricade, and Samuels returns to the ring. The referee's at seven, but somehow, somehow, Morgan is able to return to the ring at nine. He then gets turned inside out with a clothesline, and a big power slam gets a two-count. Samuels taunts Webster while punching him in the head. Morgan fires up and we get a slugfest off the ropes and Morgan gets a clothesline and a pair of drop kicks. A whip to the corner is reversed, but Morgan comes off with a moonsault that somehow knocks Shaw down before it even connects. Nigel tries to say that Shaw ducked. No. No. Morgan drops out of the suplex and low bridges Shaw to the apron through the middle rope for a springboard drop kick. Tope to Samuels on the floor. Shaw rolls back in. Morgan goes up top for a huge cross body, but Shaw with the roll through for another two. Running boot to the face drops Shaw and Webster goes up again. Samuels rolls to the floor for a swanton as the oddly shaped man in the purple macho man shirt looks on apathetically. Back into the ring for a two count. You're in the front row at the first episode of NXT UK in 18 months that has a crowd. Show some fucking emotion. Fuck's sake. Roll up by Webster gets another two, then a big headbutt. Springboard gets caught into a huge spine buster and that's your three count for Shaw Samuels. That spine buster little ugly. Replays, celebration, a kid gets ready backstage. The title match is next. After the Nina Samuels show, apparently. She's at the UKPC and she ambushes Zaya Brookside. She asks Zaya how she's feeling after losing three times. Zaya points out that Nina also lost to those three that she named and Nina says Zaya can't even beat Aaliyah James. Zaya makes the challenge and they go off to work out together. Nina sends us to break. Dear God, please stop. That was terrible. When we come back, we go to replays of Symbiosis sticking their noses into the tag match between Mustache Mountain and the only two black guys on the NXT UK roster two weeks ago. Next week, Symbiosis will face off against Stars and Mastiff. Hooray. Backstage, Gallus invades Sid Scala's office while Sid is talking to Jordan Devlin. Jordan says he just got Sid to agree to a rematch between him and Joe, with Mark and Wolfie barred from ringside. Jordan points out the differences in their history of title shots and leaves. Gallus then seemed to mock Jordan for only being a cruiserweight champion, and we go to the ring for the main event. We get entrances, and my Peacock stream dies. Thanks, Peacock. Let's try that again. We get entrances, we get lights, we get intros. The female NXT UK ring announcer has somehow gotten worse now that there's a crowd. The bell rings and we circle, we jockey, Kid gets a waist lock, Ilya takes the wrist, and Kid rolls free. We jockey some more, Kid picks the ankle, then takes the head, Ilya with a head scissor, Kid turns it into a bow and arrow, Ilya with the quick cover for a one. Ilya with a power slam out of a headlock, then the headlock is reversed and reversed again. Kid rolls it into a cover that the referee can't even get down for. Ilya to the waist, then he spins Kid around and drops him with a big chop. 
This fires Kid up, and we trade chops for hamstring kicks. Triple German from Ilya only gets one as Kid breaks the waist lock and takes Ilya down by the wrist. Dragon screw by Ilya. Kid turns the half Boston into almost the Umaplata. Ilya rolls it around, gets kicked off, and comes back with a Constantine special. Ilya tries to break Kid's ankle, and we continue to jockey. Ilya matrixes under a jumping roundhouse and hits one of his own that gets a two-count. Ilya continues working on the lower right leg. Kid chops free from the leg lock, and Ilya sweeps the leg. Ilya wrenches the knee for a two-count, then chops Kid into the corner. He puts the Spaniard on the top, but gets caught with a punch. Ilya comes back and brings Kid to the mat via the leg. Big Slam gets a two-count for Ilya. Back almost into the umaplata that's turned into a cover that the referee almost doesn't count. Kid starts working the right arm of Dragunov to set up that umaplata, then he nails a stiff knee to the face and a German suplex. Kid, for some reason, repeatedly kicks Ilya in the chest with his injured leg. Ilya again matrixes under the kick, but his arm gives out. Kid with the front chin lock, Ilya turns it into a waist lock, and Kid goes back to the arm. Dragunov firing back with his left arm. Kid hits a big leaping kick to the side of Ilya's head, then gets a fisherman suplex for two. Nigel says Ilya was able to kick out because Kid couldn't use both legs to bridge. We trade forearms from the knees in the middle of the ring, dragging off with an arm bar and some chops to the neck. More bad leg chest kicks from Kid than what I think was a kitchen sink from, the, uh, from Ilya gets a two count. I don't know, they both just kind of crashed into each other and fell over, but I think I saw a knee come up somewhere. German from Dragunov. Kid goes for the arm, but gets German again. Kid does not release the arm. Ilya with the clubbing forearms to the neck, then elbows, pump handle style suplex, gets a two count for Ilya. Kid goes on offense, running kick, and he wants the cross arm bar, but Dragunov blocks it. Kid avoids the hammer blow and locks on a sleeper, but Ilya manages to get his hand between the arm and his throat. It's released and reapplied in full, following a near fall, but Ilya does not submit. Dragunov wears Kid like a backpack and drives him into the buckles. He eats a stiff knee on the charge. Ugh. And Kid goes up, but he gets caught. Kid with the arm bar over the ropes for the four count, and he goes back up. He's caught again, and Dragunov follows for an ugly exploder superplex. Dragunov wants the headbutt, but gets kicked in the face, and that's a two count, despite how high-pitched Andy and Nigel's voices got. Slugfest center of the ring, both men still fighting with their injured limbs. Kid with a strike combo, he goes for the arm bar again, turns it into a triangle, but Ilya with a big power bomb. This does not cause release, neither does the second, but Kid turns it into the umaplata, but the leg gives out before he can secure the upper arm. Ilya rains down some elbows, but gets up kicked. He torpedoes the leg like a chop block, then hits the torpedo properly, and that's your finish. Super fun, as awkward as it was to watch these guys continuously use the injured limbs for strikes and then have to sell that as well. Like, I don't know, use the other leg, your other arm. Why would you keep kicking him with that leg if it hurts that much to kick him with that leg? Ilya is presented with his title and we go to replays. Ilya stands tall and shows respect to Kid. He shakes Kid's hand with his bad arm. Kid rolls out, Ilya holds the belt high, and we go off the air. Decent cup match. Webster versus Samuels was fun, if not obvious, and the main event was unsurprisingly really good. Blair Davenport, of course, had no chance of losing. Uh, I'd say give this episode a shot, honestly. This was a good one. Next week, uh, Symbiosis versus Killian Maverick 2.0. Yay. Uh, until then, stay sane, stay safe, be well, and be good. I'll talk to you again soon, but sadly, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. 
Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.